ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಗುರುರ್ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಗುರುರ್ವಿಷ್ಣು ಗುರುರ್ದೇವೋ ಮಹೇಶ್ವರ ಗುರು ಸಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ ಪರಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರವೇ last time in the first chapter of tejobindu upanishad we have seen the how the truth is revealed to the seeker of the truth through the practice of yoga and the definition of yoga also differs from approach to approach those who are interested only at the body level they will spend their whole life only in keeping the body healthy and wanting to live long suffer and make others suffer those who are interested in yoga means collecting a lot of students and running a studio so that they can earn their bread and butter the third type of people for them yoga like bhagavad gita says <coughs> yoga means the means like we have come to the lecture hall by means of a car kar yogena i have come by the car this is means so yoga cannot be the goal of life it is only the means like ashtanga yoga when we talk anga means limbs whose limbs so the eight limbs belong to the yoga so the yoga is the body and limbs are only the supports like the legs are not walking for themselves the hands are not holding for themselves they are holding for somebody so that somebody is the yoga and the limbs are only the supports similarly ashtanga yoga when we talk about yama niyama asana pranayam pratyahar dharana dhyan samadhi these eight limbs are meant for whom then we are told yoga ha chitta vritti nirudha tada drashtuhu sarupe avasthanam so yoga is meant for the self that is our essential nature so these are only the supports because we have got the identity crisis as to who am i at a given period of time and normally we get only disturbed miserable complain but when we start inquiring who is disturbed then we discover that at the root of every disturbance there is somebody sitting then the second inquiry who is that somebody how is he born then we come to know the somebody is none other than the one who is born after body identification then what should be the approach of the yoga that we are freed from body identification and it is for this purpose the meaning of the yoga for those who are walking the path of inquiry is not only a mechanical one but it is with understanding and what is that we have seen in our 
last sessions there we were told yamo hi niyamo tyagaha maunam deshascha kalataha asanam moolabandhascha deha samyam cha drukstitihi pranasayyamanam chaiva pratyaharascha dharana atmadhyanam samadhischa proktani angani vaikramat so there are 15 aspects and they are to be practiced and then the meaning of each of them is told like if you take in patanjali yoga darshan yama means the five principles ahimsa satya asti aparigraha and brahmacharya but here the yoga the yama means sarvam brahmeti vai jnanat indriya grama sayyamaha yamo yamiti samprokta abhyasaniya mumurvo when we come to accept that the whole world is nothing but the divine principle we will naturally be withdrawn from the attitude of indulgence that is called as the real meaning of the yama sadhana and in this manner we have seen 15 of them so <coughs> after having done that <coughs> then the teacher came to the concluding point samadho kriyamane tu vigdhani ayanti vai balar anusandana rahityam alasyam भोगलालसम लयतमश्चस्वीदेशम and after 2 3 days again we are back to square one anusandhana rahitya and then alasya alasya is the biggest enemy of human beings we are unable to get out of it and in this manner there are so many of them were told and then it was told bhava vrutya hi bhavatvam shunya vrutya hi shunyata brahma vrutya hi brahmatvam purnatvam taya purnatvam abhyaset therefore as we think so we are if we think that i am most unfortunate you are unfortunate why think negative because when i am thinking that i am a body now what is the logic behind it there is no logic so without any knowledge understanding logic we can accept ourselves to be the body why not accept ourselves to be divine insist that you are not a miserable entity you are not the body you are not the jiva <clears throat> simply saying by words is not the meaning then we must see the effect of this knowledge in our day to day experience in this manner yo ya shraddha sa evada we have to practice this and bhavitam tivra vegena yad vastu nischayatmakam drushyam hi adrushtam nitva brahmakarena chintayet and thus when you are intensely lost in being only the presence presence is that which doesn't have the past and the future where past and future are valid it is present so we are now in present tense then we talk about the past tense we worry about the future tense 
and our whole life is only in tenses. So those who live in tenses, they can never live relaxed. They will be always in tensions. But when the past and the future are dropped, the present cannot be the tense, but it is the presence. In this manner, <coughs> uh, we have to again and again, drushami adrushadam nitva, enough of objectivity in our spiritual uh, search. This is one of the first and the last obstacle. Objectivity in knowledge. We try to know, understand, experience something like we are experiencing the world. And therefore, all the various experiences which happen on the way to the reality, we get lost in that. So when I was sitting, I saw the light and we imagine then we have reached the reality. Or I heard some sounds, then it is a great thing. No. The thumb rule is any experience which comes and goes is not the truth. That which has never come and never gone. Observe your experience at this moment. This is not the experience of anything. It is experience by itself. <coughs> and Vidva Nityam Sukheti state Dhyā Chidrasapurnaya and thus such a master should practice only remain cheerful and happy consciously. Up to here we have seen in the first chapter of this Tejo Bindu Upanishad. Now today onwards we begin the second chapter. Atadvitiyo Dhyayaha Atah Kumaraha Shivam Papracha Akhandaikarasa Chinmatra Swarupam Anubruhiti Sahovacha Paramashivaha Kartikeya Murugan approached his father, Lord Shiva, and he said, he inquired, that please tell me Akhanda Eka Rasa Chinmatra Swarupam. Tell me that unbroken, non-dual, one without a second, conscious, blissful essence of our being. Tell me that. <coughs> so what will happen? Like people say, I want to see God. So what will happen? He will start searching God through the eyes and he will fail. Similarly, when we are seeking, we are going away from ourselves. When we discover, we come back to ourselves. So here, the teacher tells, what you are seeking is where it is not. It is something like, somebody is seeking the space. But where the space is not? And the most funny part is, we are all living only in the space. How much money we spend for the space? Zero. All the money goes for the walls, the painting, the ceiling. <coughs> and nobody stays on the wall or the ceiling. <coughs> it is the mosquitoes, they stay there. 
we are all staying in the space. No money is spent on the space. See, friends, because anything which is freely, abundantly available, we are indifferent to that. In the same manner, our being is freely, abundantly available to us. But when the people have their new houses, they call us, Swamiji, please see, come to our house. <coughs> In Australia, somebody took me to their house. And when we went, he said, Swamiji, here everything is automatic. Now you will see, when we reach our garage, I don't have to do anything. There is no servant. Automatically, it will go up and you can get inside the garage. Then, when we got out of it, he said, you don't have to close the uh, door of the car, banking door, just leave it. It will automatically close. He went inside. <laughs> I wanted to wash my hands. He said, you know, don't worry, simply put your hand below the tap, automatically the water will come. This automatic, automatic went into my nerves. And then he took me to the bathroom. And he said, here also, you don't have to flush. Automatically it flushes. So I said, let me ask you a question. When you sit, whether automatically it happens, you have to do. See, friends. So we are talking about everything except the space. In the same manner, when we talk about Paramatma, we imagine... <coughs> That Paramatma is something abnormal away from us. And therefore, here the teacher brings to the cognition of the student that where Akhandaikarasa Paramatma is not there that you are seeking. Discover. So here the teacher goes. Akhandaikarasam Drishyam, Akhandaikarasam Jagat, Akhandaikarasam Bhavam, Akhandaikarasam Swayam, Akhandaikaraso Mantra, Akhandaikarasa Kriya. Akhandaikarasa Jnanam, Akhandaikarasam Jalam, Akhandaikarasa Bhumi, Akhandaikarasam Vyat, Akhandaikarasam Shastram, Akhandaikarasa Trayi, Akhandaikarasam Brahma, Akhandaikarasam Vratam, Akhandaikaraso Jeevaha, Akhandaikaraso Yaja. So what you are seeking, everything is only that reality. So what is our experience about this world? So, Akhandaikarasam drishyam. <clears throat> All that we see is akhanda, the same thing. It appears to have changed. When we are standing on the beach and look at the ocean or the waves, <coughs> since when the waves are coming and when the waves will stop? No, it's continuous. It is not that the waves come and they don't come. No. It's a continuous process. Same is our life. Therefore, Akhandaikarasam Jagat. The world has been always like this. There is nothing new in this world. We only imagine that the world today is very horrible. As if earlier it was very good. <coughs> there was never a time when the world was not horrible. During Rama's time also, the Ravana was there. During Krishna's time also, Duryodhana, Dushasana comes over there and in our Kali we are there. What is new in that? Every time it is the same thing. 
there is nothing new in this world. Akhandaikrasam Jagat, Akhandaikrasam Bhavam. See, I am body, this is Akhanda. Body is changing. But our being has never changed. Now this being, which is unchanging, gets identified with the body. <coughs> so when the body is child, so I am a child. Body is teenager, I am a teenager. Body is middle age, I am a middle age. Body is old, I am old. So this bhava, being, is akhanda. There is never a jerk. When the childhood disappears, teenager, teenage comes, there is no jerk. It is just a smooth, unbroken experience. Akhanda ikrasam swayam. And therefore, we can never experience the following things. Number one, our birth. Number two, our growth. Number three, our death. And number four, our absence. Validate it with your own investigation. (coughs) This is called as the real meditation. Doesn't matter what asana you are sitting. Doesn't matter whether it is day or night. Brahma Murta or Brahma Murta. Makes no difference. Akandaikarasam Swayam. To abide in this. In fact, we don't have to do anything. What do we have to do when we open our eyes? Colors and forms are experience. What we have done? When we stand in front of the mirror, there is a reflection. What the mirror has done or what we have done to form our reflection? It is just happening. Simply chanting na karmana na prajaya dhanena will not help. This disease of doing something or the other. (coughs) Whenever anything is done, it will begin in time, remain for some time and end after some time. When something is not done but it is, then it neither begins nor ends. Therefore, Akhandaikrasam Swayam. So, hey, Kartike, you ask me, what is that Akhandaikrasa Chinmatra Sarupam Anubruhiti? You are that. Don't search anywhere. Tattvamasi. You are that. Instead of being subjective in our approach to the reality, we get lost in objectivity. <coughs> Therefore, Akhandaikrasam Swayam, then Akhandaikraso Mantra. Akhandaikarasat Kriya. When we chant our mantra, <coughs> and mantra is chanted for various purposes. One time it is chanted for finishing our uh, routine practice. 
my Guru Maharaj has told me to chant every day so many malas. So I do that. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Krishna. Finish it. One purpose. Second purpose is we chant the mantra for fulfilling our desires. If you do this mantra chanting, you, are, you will be getting married. If you do this mantra chanting, you will be divorced. Different types of mantras are there for that. So desire fulfillment becomes the purpose of the mantra chanting. The third one, from here onward, the spiritual practice begins. The mantra chanting is done for controlling the mind. What is the mantra chanting? No dissimilar thought should intercept when you are repeating the same thought. Sri Ram, Jai Ram, Jai Jai Ram, Sri Ram, Jai Ram, Jai Jai Ram, Sri Ram, Jai Ram, Jai Jai Ram, Sri Ram, Jai Ram, Jai Jai Ram. Our attention is only on this, that no dissimilar thought is intercepting in between. And then practice it. How many more times we can practice without any disturbance of a dissimilar thought. Work only on that. And when that is achieved to some extent, it will take years. It is not overnight business. After that is achieved, then we start extending the silence between the mantras. Sri Ram, Jai Ram, Jai Jai Ram. And slowly <coughs> we get expertise in this. The two expertise are to be gained through the chanting of mantra. One, no dissimilar thought is allowed to enter. And second, when the mind is kept shut, silent, there is no sound or no mantra is being chanted. Two things. <coughs> now those people who engage themselves in chanting the mantra or observing the silence, they become extremely susceptible to the sounds. So anywhere little bit of difference or disturbance is there, it is enough for them to get agitated and disturbed. And this is going to happen. Anywhere you go, there has to be disturbance. Now such people, they will be trying to close themselves in a room and put a board outside. Meditation in progress. Don't come. Don't disturb. We are already disturbed inside. We don't want external disturbance. See? In this manner, first, training the mind to be single-pointed, to the same thought. Second, exposing the mind to the silence, but not getting attached to both the chanting as well as the silence. Then the third thing comes. And there this meaning will be understood. Akhandaikara so mantra. So what will the real mantra? 
whether the sounds are there, not only the chanting, but any sound, or there is a silence, it makes no difference. Because I is supporting both the sounds and the silence. Sounds and silence are optional, mutually exclusive. If there is a sound, there is no silence. If there is a silence, there is no sound. But akhandaikrasam, but there is one principle which is not changing whether there is a sound or a silence. Akhandaikrasam mantraha. This is the meaning of the akhandaikrasam mantra. It cannot be taught. We have to learn ourselves. Whether sounds or silence, nothing disturbs us. And therefore, we are relaxed. Like a professional driver, Whatever may be the traffic, he is not disturbed. That is Akhandaikarasa mantra, then Akhandaikaraso kriya. <coughs> kriya means the modifications that are going on in the life. <coughs> the life is growing old, time is influencing. Changes are happening and it is continuous. It is not a discontinuous or a discrete experience. And in this manner, whenever our attention is on this substratum, which is supporting all the changes, remaining or abiding in that is the meaning of akhandaikarasa. Akhanda, unbroken, eka, non-dual, rasa. Rasa means what? It doesn't have a cause. Like mango juice, amras. Gujaratis are famous for that. Amras. So what is the rasa, amras? They take out the seed. It's only the pulp. Akhanda, eka, rasa. Therefore, it is a seedless. It is a causeless experience. Whether we are walking the spiritual path or not, whether we know or not, we are divine. This is the meaning of Akhanda Ek Rasa. Rasa means causeless experience. I have got, um, you know, some difficulty in seeing. What is the cause? Cause may be cataract is coming or maybe my eyes are catching infection. Cause, effect, cause, effect. But our being is not because of anything. This is the meaning of akhandaikaraso uh, kriya, then akhandaikarasam jnanam now see, jnanam is never, never absent. 
because even the absence has to be authenticated by knowledge. Therefore, the word ajnanam which is used, it is meant to indicate the incompleteness in the knowledge and not the absence of knowledge. So, akhandaikarasam jnanam. So, all the experiences come and go. The one which was eliminating the waking and waking goes, but the eliminator remains the same. Then the dream comes, it is eliminated, it goes, it, the eliminator remains the same. In this manner, all the experiences, Jagra, Sapna, Sushupti, Samadhi, all of them are eliminated by one principle. It never comes, never goes. <coughs> this experience I had told earlier, I will repeat it. It may give us some glimpses. I was in UK in some Britishers house and when I was going to sleep, they kept one uh, few books on my table next to the bed. So I had read few of them, few pages, kept it down and I wanted to sleep. So the light was backside and I could not see the switch. So I had to get up, look at the switch and when I was doing that, that bright light as if entered in my eyes. It was so bright. Then I could locate the switch, switch off. And then I lied down. When my eyes were closed, <coughs> that bright light I could see distinctly. Then I opened my eyes. I could see the street lights. Then again I closed my eyes. I saw that bright light. And that time it clicked. Eureka. The one which is illuminating the experiences gathered through the sense organs. And the one who is illuminating the experiences which are um, printed on the mind without the use of any sense organ. Both these experiences are illuminated by me. Then who am I? Whether I am dreaming or I am awake. I am beyond both. That small little experience, if you multiply it in general, so all the experiences of the waking, good or bad, similarly, all the experiences of the dream, they are eliminated by the common factor. And that common factor is, in the waking, he does not become a waker. In the dream, he does not become a dreamer. Because waker and dreamer are khandit. They are not continuous. Waker is limited only in the waking. Dreamer is limited only in the dream. But both these experiences are eliminated by one principle, which is... Eliminating both and never absent. This is what is meant here. Akhandaikarasam jnanam. See, we are not talking about jnanam, uh, knowledge of mathematics, knowledge of physics. No, we are not talking about that. That knowledge which eliminates everything and is never, never absent. Akhandaikarasam jnanam. Akhandaikarasam jalam. See? 
you know, to understand this, if we think very cool and subtle way, like for example, our body is made out of five elements. And after that, as if something separate is created. So five great elements, space, air, fire, water and earth. All of them are brought together, body is made. Now individual body, unless it is in constant continuation with the totality, the body cannot survive. For example, individual air. If this individual air is not in communion with the total air, life is not possible. Individual water content. They must be in touch with the total water contents. In short, the individuality and the totality, both of them are only one. They are not two. Karya Karan is one. In this manner, Akandaikarasam Jalam. So, if you don't take water for a few days, you get dehydrated. Then Akhandaikarasa Bhubi Akhandaikarasam Vyat Akhandaikarasam Shastram Akhandaikarasatrai. Similarly, all the five elements, they are unbroken. They are not separate. Like the ocean and the wave, they are not separate. They are one and the same. In the same manner, these five elements and we are one and the same, they are not broken anywhere. Then Akhandaikarasam Shastram. Scriptures talk about this reality only. There are three, four stages through which our study must go. First step is Dharma Shastra. In the Dharma Shastra, we are told how should we conduct ourselves in this world. Because we have taken this world to be real. And therefore, we have to have certain rules and regulations. If we don't do that, the life will be a chaos. So when the life becomes disciplined, according to Dharma Shastra, there will be no dents and dashes on our mind in the form of guilt or frustrations or arrogance. That will keep our mind in proper order. Then the second step comes is the Upasana Shastra. When we are doing Upasana, we are seeking something higher than merely the Dharma. Then the third step comes. To do both this Dharma Shastra and Upasana, we have to be disciplined and healthy. And therefore, the Yoga is introduced. But when these three things are done, Dharma, Upasana and Yoga, I becomes very strong. I don't do like this, I don't do like this, I am like that, I do, I, I, I. Now this I has to be dissolved. This I is dissolved by two ways. By following the path of devotion and by inquiry. Daivi hesha gunamai mamamaya duratteya maam evaye prapadyante mayam etam tarantite. Bhagavan says, for everybody, it is not possible to study, know, understand, reflect. Then for such people who are neither extrovert but nor able to contemplate and think properly and inquire, 
for such people the path of devotion or upasana is told and those who are able to study contemplate read understand for them the path of inquiry is told so in this manner one has to go through these stages and they are one after another therefore akhandaikara samshastram akhandaikara satrai three these three, three things that the uh, gita upanishad and brahma sutra these three i put together called trai and all of them talk about the same reality it is not bhagavad gita talks about krishna and um, the upanishad talk about brahman and brahma sutra talks about um, vedavyas no it is only the same reality which is being discussed in all the three areas akhandaikarasam brahma akhandaikarasam vratam akhandaikaraso jeevaha akhandaikaraso yajaha so akhandaikarasam brahma brahma means what bruhatvat brahma that which is bigger than the biggest see now find out what is bigger than the biggest in our experiences so we come across a principle and directly go to the principle the tatva is bigger than the biggest because tatva is that which doesn't have a form nirakar like the space the shapes are supported by the space the shapes are finite they are many they contradict each other but the space which is supporting all the shapes is one without a second therefore akhandaikarasam brahma meaning when we reach to this state of being one without a second we have reached akhandaikarasam it is a struggle to talk mauna vyakhya prakatita para brahma tattvam yuvanam the truth is eloquently express through the language of silence akhandaikarasam brahma akhandaikarasam vratam only one vratam we should do we should try and the vratam is try this vratam let us not talk about our past i am not telling you gayatri mantra karo or ekadashi no i am not telling you that. this is vratam don't talk about your past don't ask anybody about their past because past belongs to the body and this is what our whole life goes but this is a very difficult vratam but if we are told real difficult vratam that we will do suppose we are told stand in the ganges waters up to the chest deep death 
and lift your hand above the water level and take the rudrakshamala in the hand and do the gayatri japa purascharan 2400000 times you will do it i no doubt about it you will do it omuru you will do it i no doubt but this i am telling you pratham don't talk about your past don't ask anybody about their past then what should i talk is it necessary to talk observe this all the time we talk about either our past or somebody else's past akandaikrasam vratam so what will happen our mind will stop the old habit of going in the past like we all require food for our survival what is the food for the mind to survive these three things one is the past memories carbohydrates maximum second is the future worries the proteins and third is in the present comparisons the fat drop this three akandaikarasam vratam etadvaitat kathopanishad says this is that now who can come for such a contemplative satsang any tom dick and harry like in the gym very few people go hospital maximum without invitation temples much more than that all of them are unhealthy the people who go to gym they are healthy then why do they go only for maintaining the health if we still are carrying the same burden nami ji my son doesn't want to get married please tell me what should i do all these rubbish people talk like this then i am you get married once more <laughs> what have you gained by getting married that you want to destroy him all the time this is the only they don't want to come out see yamai vesha vrunute tena labhya unless you seek it sincerely 100% other than is nothing else then we are qualified for 
దిస్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ సత్సంగ్ సో అఖండైకర సంవ్రతం అఖండైకర సో జీవ అని దనద ప్రిన్సిపల్ ఇన్ సాంఖ్య యోగ కర్మ ఉపాసన జైనిజం బుద్ధిజం అండ్ ఆల్ రిలీజన్స్ దే హ్యావ్ వన్ సోల్ పర్ బాడీ అండ్ దేర్ ఫోర్ ది సర్వైవ్ ఆన్ ద బేసిస్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ ఇగ్నరెన్స్ అండ్ దెన్ దే కెన్ కంట్రోల్ ద మాసెస్ బై టూ రిమోట్ కంట్రోల్ బటన్స్ వన్ ఈజ్ గిల్ట్ సెకండ్ ఈజ్ ఫియర్ ఇఫ్ యూ డూ దిస్ థింగ్ యూ విల్ గో టు హెల్త్ how do you go to hell after death okay how do you go to heaven after death okay so when the body dies the body is burnt so there after you are without body now without body how will you enjoy and how will you suffer but we don't think friends and then we are again and again lost only in this therefore akandaikara so jeevaha means jeeva is a principle of manifestation like wave wave could be every wave similarly jeeva is every jeeva and then therefore what is jiva jiva is not a vyakti it is abhivyakti it is not a individuality but it is a manifestation see how it is our mind is common only one mind we don't have different minds and because of that one common mind life is sustained in the body blood circulation continues digestion continues metabolism continues the nervous system is functional the muscular system is going all right who is doing that the common mind and therefore all the problems are common for all knee pain indigestion anger frustration depression laughing common is nothing new because life is common but then what happens this mind takes the shape of a particular body and thereafter somebody is born see it is something like this you take ornaments a dozen of them now ornaments look separate from each other but is the gold separate from each other gold is common so although the ornaments may be looking separate from each other that doesn't mean that there are different golds gold is one principle exactly the same way our bodies may be looking different from each other but the mind which is functioning uh, as the life in the body that mind is common see now the same mind like the ornament 
the same mind takes the shape and the name and the form of the body. The gold takes the shape and the form of the body. So, one ornament is Rama statue, other ornament is Ravana statue. No, Rama and Ravana, these are Murti. Murti is a common noun. Let it be of anybody. In the same manner, Jiva is, in fact, Jivana, the life. And life is Akhandaikaraso. Therefore, hunger of a rich man or hunger of a dog, same. Miseries of a poor man or the miseries of a rich man, same. There is no difference. Therefore, when it is said, Akhandaikaraso Jivaha, Akhandaikaraso Hi Ajaha. Ajaha means unborn. This one reality alone is expressing in and through the totality. That is our essential nature. Now see, in all these topics, in all these discussions, there is no mention of last life, next life, sin, merit, hell, heaven, charity, do good, respect elders. That is KG1, KG2, KG3. Now we are all in quintals, we are not in KG. We have to grow out of it. Otherwise the whole life will be only in that. And such people think that they are really spiritual. They are religious but not spiritual. Therefore, Akhandaikaraso Jivaha, Akhandaikaraso Hi Ajaha, Akhandaikaraso Brahma, Akhandaikaraso Harihi, Akhandaikaraso Rudra, Akhandaikaraso Smyam. These Brahma, Vishnu and Rudra, Shiva, these are the three expressions of the same reality. Like husband is a common noun. It is not a proper noun. Any fool getting married to any fool is called as a husband. To become a husband, you don't require any qualification, like the government jobs. Don't require it. On the contrary, if you have qualification, then you are not qualified. You should be good for nothing. You should be a special, special category. And then such, such teachers are employed for teaching. Then the teachers teach. The teacher becomes angry in English because English class and tells both of three get out. Angreji. Therefore, here Akhandaikara so Brahma Parvatma with the function of the creator is the Brahma. The same Paramatma with the function of the maintenance department, PWD, is the Hari or the Vishnu. The same Paramatma, the department of annihilation and removing the garbage is the Rudra. And all of them are essentially the one reality. Now, is it not our experience? With the conditioning of my father, I have become son, so I perform the duties of a son. Then I perform the duties of the husband when I am 
with the burden of my wife. Then I perform the duties of my of father when I am with the my with my son. Have I become three? But who is miserable? The son is miserable because of the Hitler father. The husband is miserable because of the Mahakali. And the father is miserable because of a monster son. Man is always happy. So where is your attention? The day you get this principle that all those who are miserable in this life, they do not exist anywhere. A husband is miserable. Now, can you separate the man from the husband? Separate the husband, separate the man. Where is that husband? So, this non-existing entity is considered as real. And then they are told, if you do this thing, you will go to hell. If you do this thing, you will go to heaven. This is all the method of collecting money. Once I was in uh, U.S., and in some mall, I was just spending time. My friend has got some work. So, instead of remaining inside in the AC, I wanted to have fresh air. So, I was walking outside. One gentleman came, Padri, parked his car and he came to me. He said, hello, young man, how are you? I said, I am alright. Are you a Hindu? Immediate question. I said, any objection? Do you believe in Jesus? I said, no. I believe in Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, yes. That means you are a Christian? I said, yes, Christian. But you said you are a Hindu? I said, yes, I am a Hindu. How this is possible? Two in one? When I said two in one, he became so angry and he cursed me. If you say like this, you will go to hell. I asked him, where will you go? He said, of course, I will be going to heaven. I said, if you are in the heaven, I will prefer hell. Your company is worse than hell. See, friends, don't lead that life of miserable, fearful existence. You will see all the people doing karma, doing upasana. They are not living happily, fearful. Oh, Today is Ekadashi and I have taken food. Now what will happen to me? You will go to hell straight away. Spiritual life is not a fearful existence. Live happily, cheerfully. That is important. And why this thing comes? Because the guilt is precipitated in our mind because of the wrong um, impressions formed on our understanding. Therefore, this I alone is the absolute reality. Hold on to that. So don't ask, where is that Akhandaikara Tattva kindly tell me, you are that. Don't search anywhere. The rule is, because of the conditionings, one appears many. The word is appears. Like space is one. Now conditioning is relation between the sun and the earth. That is the conditioning. 
Because of this conditioning, the directions are formed. First direction is created is east. Then what is the west? Opposite of east is the west. Then both sides is the north and south. Then there are corners, eight of them. Then up and down, ten of them. Out of one space, how many directions are formed? The directions are real or the space is real? But then we come under the influence of the Peng Shui and they destroy this, destroy it, remove the kitchen from there, you make a toilet there. And where there is a toilet, there you make the idol of the God. Bhagwan is permanently there. See friends, therefore Upadhi Yogena, because of the conditioning, one appears to have become many, but it is always one. Akhandaikara so yatma, akhandaikara so guru, akhandaikara sam laksham, akhandaikara sam maha. Akhandaikara so hi atma. When we say atma, what exactly we mean? In Yoga Shastra, <coughs> they help us. First of all, we think ourselves to be the body. Then we are tied down in the Muladhar Chakra. Then we think ourselves to be the one who wants to fulfill his desires. I want this, I want that. The first I am young, I am old, body, Muladhar Chakra. Then I want this, I want that, Swadhisthan Chakra. Then comes the Manipur Chakra. There is no end to my want. It is a place of greed. So, I am living only in the lower three chakras. Then a seeker is born. He has reason about the three chakras. He has come to Anahat chakra. And there he starts working on the mind. And when he comes to discover that consciousness with the thoughts is called as mind and mind minus thoughts is called as consciousness. Man plus wife is husband. Husband minus wife is man. So he attains freedom from the thoughts. Unlike yoga. In yoga shastra, attention is only on the prakriti, not on the chaitanya. And although yoga shastra says, tada drashtuhu sarupe avasthanam, but that portion is always neglected. Only yoga ha chittavrutti nirodha. No. We have to come back to ourselves. When one attains freedom from <coughs> the thoughts, then it is a thought-free knowledge. Thought-free knowledge is called as Atma Khyati or Vishuddha Chakra. It is here, it is Akhandaikara So Yatma. So we are only pure consciousness. When we are dropped the body identification, we are reason about the Mooladhar. When we drop the desire fulfillment of the project of life, we are reason about the Swadhisthan Chakra. When we drop the greed of possessions, we are reason about the Manipur Chakra. When we have dropped 
habitual thinking of the mind and the mind is liberated from thought formation, we have reached Nātma Khyāti Vishuddha Chakra. So it is the process of giving up, giving up, giving up. Therefore, Akhandaikara so Yatma, Akhandaikara so Guruhu. And that Guru is none other than your ability to learn from your own experiences. Our every experience is our Guru. If we don't learn from our experiences, even God cannot teach us. We have to discover from our own experiences. Nobody can help us. So here what we are doing is only this analysis. Akhandaikara so guru. Now one or two experiences I'll tell you. Like, we are all under the illusion that we are attached to the things, to the children, grandchildren, house, property. Now attachment, if it is real, you will, you can never get rid of it. But attachment is an illusion, not real. Like what? If we were really attached to the childhood body, we will never like to leave that body. But see the children, you talk to them, they are wanting to grow old. They are not attached to the childhood body. Similarly, if we are really attached to the body, we will never go to sleep. When we go to sleep, is only one thing, detachment from the body identification. See, attachment is an illusion. The day you discover this, your struggle in the spiritual path will be zero. You will not hold on to anything. And this can be learned from our own experiences. Like our eyes are seeing all colors and forms, Eyes are not attached to anything. Our ears hear every kind of sound, not attached to any sound. Our mind entertains every kind of thought, good and bad, not attached to any thought. The pure conscious principle supports waking, dream, deep sleep and samadhi, not attached to any one of them. Therefore, attachment is an illusion. The day you discover this, then you further learn what is our attitude towards the illusions? When we see the rainbow, it's an illusion. So we enjoy the rainbow, but we don't desire the rainbow. In the same manner, when we take this world as an appearance in our illusion, we'll enjoy in this world, but we'll not desire anything. We do the other way around. We desire and we have forgotten to enjoy life. See friends, constantly we are dying. When we are children, we are dying to become grown up. When we are grown up, we are dying to become uh, married. When we are married, we are dying to become the parents. When we are parents, we are dying to become the grandparents. And ultimately we come to a point, we have forgotten to live, we are only dying, dying, dying. 
therefore, it is necessary for all of us to learn from our experiences. And he is Akandaikaraso Guruhu, Akandaikarasam Laksham, Akandaikarasam Maham. And therefore, this is the only goal of our life, Akandaikarasa. Nothing else, nothing more, nothing short of. This is the ultimate. Therefore, don't seek happiness, but discover. And then we will come to know that this happiness is our essential nature and it is akhandaikarasa. It is unbroken, conscious, blissful experience. Discovery of this is the ultimate on the spiritual path. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnahat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishate Om Shanti 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 Harihi Om Sri Guru Pyo Namaha Harihi Om